So when I was a kid, I remember my parents telling me to eat my veggies. All right, there was some some reason, some some major reason I had to eat my veggies, and that was always because I wanted to grow big and strong. And mom and dad always used that to say, "Hey, eat your veggies if you're going to be big and strong." And here we are talking about growing strong, and I thought, you know, what a better what a, what what better a place than kind of seeing the combination between our spiritual vegetables and our physical vegetables. It's those physical vegetables that are going to help us grow big and strong. And so wouldn't it be the same that when we eat our spiritual vegetables, we're going to grow big and strong as well? Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm the kind of person that I, I like lots of vegetables. Don't get me wrong. I like vegetables. But if I have the choice between eating, you know, chips or chocolate or something like that as opposed to eating vegetables well a lot of times i'll kind of steer more towards the uh the the sweets there the junk food but again i like lots of different vegetables that's actually only maybe a couple that i wouldn't eat chips they come in a variety of different flavors chocolate candies ice cream all that type stuff the same thing so i kind of bend more towards the desserts what i've noticed though is that the desserts have a way of not making me so big and strong, or at least not in the ways that I want. It's making me big, but it is not making me strong, and not the kind of big that I'm looking for with the muscles and all that type of stuff. No, it's more so just putting some chub on me there. So, so let's think about this today. As we're talking about our spiritual vegetables, as we're talking about eating our vegetables here, consider the fact of we need to make sure that we are eating. First of all, we need to make sure we're eating the vegetables if we want to be big and strong, but exactly what does that mean? Well, let me kind of give you an example here of a person in the Bible who made a point of eating the vegetables and drinking the water, basically doing a healthier type of, of diet there, and the benefits that he got as a result of it. As we look at today's message about, or the, today's portion about growing big and strong, here is a gentleman in the Bible who did just that, and he did grow spiritually big and strong. Take a look with me. Let's go to the book of Daniel and look at chapter 1. As we look at Daniel's life here, now, Daniel was one of the young men who was brought over in the, in the conquering by Babylon, Judah, the tribes of Benjamin and Judah were, were eventually taken in 586, and they were taken over by Babylon. Now, Babylon would later be taken over by Persia, and then there's uh, this chain link that goes all the way down to the time of Jesus. But right now, Babylon has taken, now they take their first wave of people, and then they'll come back and they'll take that second wave. So in this first wave, we find that Daniel and his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they are all nobles, and they are taken as youngsters into, uh, into Babylon there, and they're going to be having to serve on Nebuchadnezzar's court there. Follow with me then, let's start in verse 8. This is, a, again, Daniel chapter 1, verse 8. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official per, for permission not to defile himself in this way. Now, he was uh, given a bunch of food that he was able to eat there um, from the king. And he realized, hey, this is not the stuff that we would eat. This is not kosher to our diet here. So he asked for permission to eat some other stuff. So verse 9. Now, God had caused the official to show favor and sympathy to Daniel. 
But the official told Daniel, I am afraid of my lord, the king, who has assigned your food and drink. What should he see you look? Why should he see you looking worse than the other men your age? The king wouldn't have my head because of this, because of you. Daniel then said to the guard, whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, which we later know is going to be Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego there. Please test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for 10 days. So Daniel's basically saying, hey, for 10 days, just, just try it out. Give us a test. 10 days. See if after that 10 days, do we do we look better? Do we perform better? Do we Are we better overall than the other guys who've been eating the, that royal stuff? Just let us know what you think after this 10-day period here. So, yes, the, the, the guy agrees that he's going to go ahead and do this then. At the end of the 10 days, in verse 15 here, at the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the other men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and the wine and were able that they were able to drink and gave them vegetables instead. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning and Daniel could understand visions and all kinds of dreams. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them in, so after this, of this testing period or this time set by the king, not, not the 10 days, but after this whole time that he's been setting these people apart, these, these young men apart for his, uh, for his royal service there, we find here, again, this is in verse 18, at the end of the time set by the king to bring them in, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. And Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. So did you catch there what happened? Because Daniel basically ate his veggies, he, he spent the time to actually eat his vegetables, he became big and strong. In this process of us growing strong, this series that we're currently in right now, that's the main goal. How do we grow strong? And Daniel took the time to eat his physical vegetables. And this, and because of this, we find that he was smarter. He was more understanding. He was 10 times better than all the other people. Now, if, if this happens by eating our physical vegetables, can you imagine what happens when we eat our spiritual vegetables? Now, I'm not saying that Daniel only did the physical stuff. Obviously, we know he had a relationship with God, and that's going to be the first point that I want to make today, is having that relationship with God. If we want to get strong, if we want to grow, 
Well, we've, we've got to make sure we're eating well. And so I'm going to propose to you, eat your spiritual veggies. What is that? Eat the Word. Eat the Word of God. The Word of God. We, we need to be in it. We need to be not, again, like we talked about a couple days back, not just doing a checklist. Did my Bible for the day. It's not about the checklist. It's about the relationship that God wants to have with us. It's always been about relationship. Daniel took the time. Daniel, Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, they took the time to eat, to have communion with God. Yes, they were physically eating vegetables and drinking water, but it goes beyond that. Look at, look, at the, look at the parallel of that in our spiritual lives. If we are taking the time to eat of God's word, if we are taking the time to chew on God's word, to meditate like we saw in our main text in Psalms, if we take the time to really enjoy and consume God's word daily, will we not be of more knowledge, more understanding, smarter than the world? That's the whole point, right? We, we don't want to be making the same mistakes as the people in the world. We want to be doing the things that God wants us to do. We want to be in touch with his heart and know, God, okay, I feel, God, that this is on your heart and I'm going to walk in this way. I'm going to do this because I feel that it's on your heart. I want us to understand just this, this parallel between the physical and the spiritual and I want to be one, me, if no one else, at least me, I want to be one that is eating God's word. I think about my real eating habits. I eat, and well, I can say I at least eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I'm going to be honest, I'll probably throw in a couple snacks in there. Uh, come right around 3 o'clock-ish, I might have a little snack, and then I'll have a little something before I go to bed. So I know that on a typical day, I will eat at least five times throughout the day there. Right Now, my snacks are not as big as my meals, but I'm just saying, I eat five different times a day there. If, if I was to apply that same concept of eating to my spiritual life, would I not be smarter? Would I not have more knowledge, especially than those in the world? Because I'm reading God's word and I'm consuming what he says so that I can, I can grow big and strong in him. So the physical reality of this is that the more we eat, hopefully healthier stuff, the more we eat, the more that we are going to be big and strong. So spiritually, knowing that this is the, the finest food that we can eat, right? This is, you know, low fat. We, we can put in the concepts there that God's word is going to make us spiritually strong. I want God's word. I want to eat of his word not because I want to be the Hulk, but because I, I'm, I'm tired of being a weak Christian. I'm tired of being one that when temptations come, I only know a couple of verses. Or when someone comes and asks me uh, about, uh, about a situation they're going through, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to get back to you. I want this wisdom. I want this understanding. I want more of God. I'm not going to be honest. I, I, I want more of God. I want more of his spirit. I want more of him poured out on me. And I can't expect to have these things 
if I'm not making the effort to get in his word and eat of his word and enjoy the, the, the food that he has for me? Maybe you're in the same boat. You really want a stronger relationship with God. But I have to ask you, we, we, we want this, but what are we willing to do for it? What are we willing to do? What, what, what are we willing to give up? Are we willing to give up watching some TV so that we can get in the Word? Are we willing to give up going out for the, the nightlife so that we can be in the Word? How, I'm going to say it again, how desperate for God are we? It's one thing to say, I want more. It's totally a different thing to move in the direction of getting more. Are we willing to put something down? Are we willing to put down the junk food so that we can have the good food, the veggies? Are you willing to put down the junk food? That all, all it's going to do, all that worldly life is going to do, is make us chubby. Are we willing to put down, put down the junk food and eat the spiritual food, the veggies? I want us to look at a couple verses here real quick. I, I got a couple other verses that I want us to kind of point to. In regards to the wisdom and the understanding that God gives. So if you will, go with me over to Proverbs. We're going to look at Proverbs 2. And I apologize, I don't have all mine pre-marked here, so I'm going to be moving around with you. I'm going to look at Proverbs 2. I'm going to look at verse 6 through 10. And it says here, For the Lord gives wisdom... From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless, for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path, for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Notice here that it's saying that, that he gives wisdom. Again, in this spiritual meal that we we have the ability to eat. There's no rules uh, here in America, at least. There's no rules that say that we can't worship God, right? There's no rules that say we can't, we can't read the word. So why would we not? Do you want wisdom? I know I do because I'm tired of making mistakes. Well, how am I going to get wisdom? I'm going to read his word because in so doing, just like we saw with Daniel, he had wisdom. He had understanding far above his, his, his compadres there. Boom, right here. God says that he gives us wisdom. Well, I want to read his word because I want that wisdom. Go with me over to Ephesians. I'm jumping to Ephesians 1. We're going to look at verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the gracious Father, will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and the incomparably great power for us who believe. 
That power is like the working of his mighty strength. So again, this is, this is from, from Paul. Paul is praying that I pray that you would have the wisdom and the revelation that his spirit gives. Do you want that wisdom? Do you want that revelation that comes from the spirit? Well, Paul is praying it. And part of what we have to do is get in the word. We've got to eat our vegetables. I, I tell you what, I, I, I guess I'm glad that I don't have many vegetables that I don't like. Right? I'll eat the Brussels sprouts. It took me a while to get there. I'm going to be honest. Someone kind of said, hey, you at least need to try one. I was like mm, 40, 42 years old. So it wasn't that long ago. Right? And I thought, well, they just look like little cabbages and stuff like that. Well, I tried it and I'm like, this is actually pretty good. Put a little bit of butter, a little bit of garlic. So we actually eat them quite a bit here in our home now. But but there are some vegetables that you know I'm still a little... Uh, little, little, little hesitant on there but for the most part I'll eat anything so I gotta putting that in the parallel again I gotta eat the word there there should be nothing in the word that I don't want to consume there should be no book no chapter no verse that I don't want to consume because there is strength there is power there is wisdom there is understanding that comes and it comes from the spirit as we read and we just pray, God, please open my eyes. Spirit, direct me. Help me to understand what I'm reading. That right there is kind of like putting the butter on the vegetables there. It's going to make it taste better. It's going to make it go down a little bit better. Get in the word. Eat the vegetables. Go with me over to James. James 1.5, a very popular verse. Uh, you, you might even know it without having to turn to it. But for the sake of making sure that I read it right, I'm going to turn really quick. James 1, 5. All right, James 1, 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Do you lack wisdom? Do you lack wisdom? Because I know I do. I know that there are times when I am in a tough situation and I don't know the answer. God, I need your wisdom. And God speaks and God gives his wisdom. And again, that's that power that comes with eating the vegetables. But we have got to get in the word because that's where the vegetables are. We got to get in his word. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little passionate now. Let's go to Luke 21, 15. And I am passionate about this because this is really important. I know as a kid, I kept... I kept wanting to be like all the bigger kids. Not that I was small. I was I was actually a lot thinner back when I was in high school. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind some of that right now either. But uh, I remember just thinking, you know, when am I going to get muscles like all these other guys? I, I'm comparing myself to to all these other guys in gym class, and they've got the muscles, and and you know they've got all this this just the six pack and all that type stuff. And to me, that was growing strong. Well, I wouldn't mind having some spiritual muscles. How do I get those muscles? Again, it's in the word. I've got to grow. If I want to grow strong, I've got to eat my vegetables. I've got to do the right things. I even got to exercise. That's part of growing strong as well. And we're going to talk about that in the next couple days as well. The exercises that we have to do. But the main thing is we have to eat God's word. I'm going to tell you right now, we've got to eat his word. All right, I am in Luke 21, verse 15. For I give 
I give you words of wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. Do we want these words of wisdom that even the devil cannot contradict? Again, it comes from the word. I got one more verse for you. Jump over with me to Isaiah 33. We're going to be looking in verse 6. Isaiah 33, verse 6. He will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Now, when it says the fear of the Lord, when they're not talking about the, oh, I'm scared. No, they're talking about reverence. So reverence for the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We see this a couple times in, in Scripture as well. Even in Proverbs, uh, the first chapter of Proverbs talks about the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But, but here's the relationship I want to make with that. If we revere God, if we're having a relationship where we actually respect and, and honor God, that's part of this. That's part of this. And with that, even we see this wisdom that is going to be given to us. It's basically we are because of, of how we are treating our plate of vegetables. If you put it in that aspect there, we're not saying, oh, that's disgusting. But we are and we're embracing it. We are eating again of God. We have this relationship with God. Then God pours out that wisdom. And that relationship is found first in our God, I accept you into my heart. And then also is sustained as we eat of his word, as we eat. And it would even go as far as to say as we pray, as we fast, as we just take time to worship him. These are some of those key areas, those key beginnings to growing strong, eating our vegetables. Do you want to grow strong spiritually? Maybe, maybe you have a great toned body physically, but do you want to grow strong spiritually? Then get in the Word. God's Word, as we saw in the physical example of Daniel, He gives us understanding and wisdom far above everybody else. Daniel was 10 times smarter than the other guys. I want to be one of those who I know God's word, who I am physically stronger because I took the time to dive in and know God's word. Do you want to be in that same boat? Then let's jump in together. Let's dive in to God's word. Being here, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're checking this out. I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're, 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 you're here with me. But don't let me be the only source that you have when it comes to receiving God's word. Get in the word yourself. Jump in. Dive in. Eat a meal and see just the beginnings of what the spiritual vegetables do for us. We're going to be big and strong. Let's be big and strong on God's word. Hey, this is Pastor Daniel. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Obedient Sheep podcast. If you'd like to get more information on this ministry or even get in contact with me, please go to obedientsheep.net. There you'll be able to leave your information, drop a line, send a prayer request, or even check out the other resources that are available. Thank you again for checking out this ministry, and we hope you have a blessed day.